If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. I think that's right. Yeah. My name is Ben Errington. What? Not Luke Condor with a K. <laughs> yeah. And your name is Luke Condor with ben a K. Errington. Luke Condor. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, so welcome. you've been. This is weird. You've been away. You've been on a holiday. Yeah. I've not been on holiday. No. No. The audience have been on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> all of them, and we're back. How's it going? It's going all right. How the devil's it going with you, Mister Luke Condor? Yeah, pretty good. I've got sniffles again. Although the sniffles yeah. makes it sound like I've got lots of them, but I've only got one like sniff that won't go in. Yeah, I can't get the sniff <laughs> all the way in. I just want my sniff to go in. That's all I want. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, we are coming to episode one hundred, and we're talking about what kind of films we could watch for this twenty-four hour marathon. Uh, loads of people have been throwing films at us, and I'm still not too sure what the hell we're going to watch. <laughs> no, well, we what we talked about maybe watching like a, a whole franchise, or maybe watching like exploring a genre or something. I don't think we we haven't come up with. We'll come up with a definitive list eventually. I think we did speak about playing some games as well. Yeah, which I think would be good to kind of break it up because 24 hours is a is a lot. You know, 24 hours would be difficult, dude. I I don't. I, I'm a I'm a big sleeper. I'm a big fan of sleeping. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, if you need to, pretty much if you every need day. Sleep, if you need to, pretty much every day. Sometimes I'll sleep every night, but you know, <laughs> depends how I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh, I think if you need to sleep, I think you're going to have to commit and sleep. As long as one of us, two of us, I think as long as two of us are awake. Yeah. At one point, as long as there's a constant like that, like I'm pretty sure I can do it. But you know, you you never know. You never know until until it arrives. You might be like, bloody oh Jesus. Yeah, we get yeah. we we'll get coffees on. Energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Games I think can help because I can play games throughout the night. Well, yeah. I used to actually back when I was fourteen. Not tried it for right. a long time. Maybe we'll mix it up. Maybe we'll do do a, do a few films, then play a game, then do a few films. But we we'll do a twenty four hour. Yeah. Bit. Uh, I reckon we could do it, but we'll we'll get the logistics together and we'll put them out there before we do this because we're not sure exactly when and where we're going to do it yet, are we? Um. Uh, I don't know, but it might be easy at your place if if Andy's if Andy's moved down there by then. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do, we can do that. Uh, so, are we going to do it for episode one hundred, or are we going to do it around about episode one hundred to celebrate episode one hundred? This is episode ninety eight, right? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, if we're going to do it, we got to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get something in the calendar. I, yeah. I might have to book a day off work or something. That's a good idea. I might have to do the same. Uh, it should be fun though. Looking forward to it. So, so it was inspired yeah. by obviously the Valkyries did it, um, and they did a sort of charity thing as well. So maybe we could put some sort of charity element to it. Because well, you know, you've not got a laptop at the minute. You're recording this on your phone again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the charity could be to get you a laptop. Oh no, yeah, yeah, my, uh, 
that sounds that sounds great, but at the same time, I'm like, well, the Valkyries did it for like mind, and if we just do it for my laptop, that's going to seem like yeah, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit self-serving, Ben. I think. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. How I came but, up with it. Yeah. <clears throat> so we could do it some sort of charity element because that 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 could be quite nice. Because I'm sure some people would be kind and donate a little bit that we could. You know, we feel like we're making a difference, Luke. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's is bad though when you when you only make a tenner or something. How, do you know how how well did the Valkyries do? Maybe we could compete against them. I think that they uh, well, I don't want to say how much they they did, but I think they hit their target. Okay. So, okay. Five hundred pounds. On <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, but okay. on on Twitter we discuss we discuss some sort of horror hangout versus Valkyries scenario at some point in the future. Not sure exactly yeah. what that would be. Okay. But you know that could be that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, Horror, horror quiz, maybe the a quiz mark two. Yeah, the quiz would be good. Quiz mark yeah, two. Because quiz master Andy brought it last time, and uh, I listened back to that fairly recently. Did you get all of them right this time? <laughs> did no, worse. No, it did worse. <laughs> but it's tense. It's a tense one because because I, I start off getting like literally nothing right for ages. Yeah, and you, I managed you to. You won the end, I think, right? I don't think that's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who won in the end? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> might have been me. Yeah, I rolled the dice and got the got the question right at the end. So, oh yeah, yeah. Of course, I beat you, Luke. So, I mean, I don't want to say you're oh, a, a movie loser, but yeah, one of the catch-all questions at the end, though. That's uh, doesn't count, does it? Doesn't count really. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't yeah. really count. I know what you mean. Okay, so uh, stuff to the guffs. You better away, so I don't know if you've seen too much in the uh, way of movies. I guess, I guess not Not really. Um, since I got back, I've been continuing watching What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's great. Right. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. It's really good. Some great cameos in it, but like the same level of humour as like the film. But, yeah, they're like really like, short episodes, like 20 minutes, and I think I've maybe seen about six so far. Uh, yeah, it's really good, really good. I mean, I, I guess you could. Well, I guess it's I guess it's horror, werewolves, vampires, but it's funny. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, but that's that is pretty much it. I don't think I've watched much. Yet. Oh, I did watch Dark Phoenix actually before I went away. The X Men film. Don't know if you've seen that yet. No, I've heard it's a horror movie for like a different reason though. I've heard it's quite uh, like murders the X Men franchise. And, you know, I mean, it's got a lot of negative reviews and I do hate to be the person to just shit on an already big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I when, you go into, when you go into Portaloo, like in a, a festival, and there's yeah. a big pile of shit there and you go, am I just going to shit on this pile of shit? I'll shit next so, to it. <laughs> yeah. Next to it, yeah. yeah. But it is it is really bad. And it, I, I don't know, it's just got so much. It seems to just like completely forget anything that made any of these characters ever interesting. You know what I mean? There's characters there like Quicksilver, who's been sort of like a star of the last few films because he's had some great moments. And they kind of just go, eh, yeah. there, who cares? Everyone's kind of bland. Every, nobody's, like, you don't really know what anybody wants. Like, what's everyone's, what's everyone's end goal at the end of this film? <laughs> X-Men and end goal. Grey, <laughs> oh, and Sophie Turner's Jean Grey is the most melodramatic character we're in the end goal now (laughs) we're in the end goal now yeah (laughs) it's just i mean she is just she's just a temper tantrum her character is just a temper tantrum and i just think why is this happening uh is it i i read that it was a whimper of a film and it is if this if it's the final x-men film of this franchise it's a whimper of a film it kind of it kind of just shrugs its shoulders and goes Here's some more of these characters. I but, don't think um, there's any way, uh, any way for a franchise like the X Men franchise or the Marvel franchise to end, but with a whimper, because they're not gonna, they're never gonna end on a big, money making success. No, yeah. Like they're never gonna end at that point. They're always gonna be, we're gonna keep making them until people stop watching them. So it's only when they decline in well, quality not- that they're gonna start to. But something like the MCU could easily have ended on Endgame. But it won't. It could make too much money. There's no of way course, the business people would be like, no, it, artistically, it's it's done too well there. Let's finish that. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I understand that, but it could have done. It could If it went, this is the end of this scenario, we're going to step away from these films for a few years, and then maybe some of these characters come back. It, that could have easily worked with Endgame. But with X-Men, it's almost like, it's a film that exists for no reason. 
I mean, you could say, why do any films exist? <laughs> but <laughs> but it exists yeah. for no reason. It, it, play, it serves no purpose as a sequel or as something setting it up for Does another... It fill your X-Men hole? Like, you you not... You know, sometimes you fancy a, an X-Men film. I don't know if there is an X-Men hole anymore. I it's think that full up. Over. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, enjoy, I think First Class was good. Days of Future Past was pretty good. Hmm. Um, Apocalypse was kind of, you know... Kind of naff. A lot of people, a lot of people say it's the worst one. But Apocalypse. I, yeah. hate to, I hate to say it, but at least it kind of felt like it had a reason to exist. And it, at least it had some sequences that, although th- that film as a whole, the narrative was completely, you know, mush, it kind of felt like it had a reason to exist. And some, some action sequences kind of at least were fun at the time. Yeah. The, uh, quick, the, film, quick, the quick silver bits were. Quick silver bits this, yeah. with the head exploding. That's that. That's that apocalypse, right? Yeah, it's one of them. It might be Days of Future. It's past, one of them. It? Yeah. This one just like seems to have nothing going for it. There's nothing everyone's annoying like even people even characters that i love like magneto and stuff they're just annoying they just talk and i just think shut up shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up you're talking shit yeah, so that's that yeah let's forget about that for now because okay. uh, again i don't want to be mr negative nancy but yeah i hate i kind of hated it okay okay well i'll probably want to watch it uh i watched the. so are you a fan of david firth at all salad fingers and uh, oh right yeah yeah I'm so, aware of stuff. I've been watching his animations for years. Like, I mean, years. Like, from, like, early, early YouTube. When <laughs> I was, like, 15, I was watching Salad Fingers cartoons and stuff. David Firth is a guy from Doncaster, I think. He didn't run that way. Um, he makes certain animations. He used to put them on, like, uh, newgrounds.com. You know, oh, yeah. Kind of always been a bit creepy, a bit off. And he's just, he's just never stopped making these things throughout. And he makes music now. He makes... Uh, like live videos and stuff every now and again, but he's made a feature film out of thirteen years worth of his cartoons. Like he sort of mingled them all together, and like they're all exist through this world that's connected by umbilical cords. The animation styles are different in every single bit, every single piece. Some of it's sort of hand drawn, some of it's like photo manipulation stuff. It's it's really creepy. Really surreal, almost like lynching in some places, but also really funny, almost like Chris Morris style humor. Okay, and it's so good. Like I was kind of really, really blown away. I mean, it's, it's in a way, it's been like a how could it not be good? It's got thirteen years worth of of like you know effort behind it. But it's like it's so well. Like you get to not only see the progression of him as an animator and like how he's experimented and changed his animation styles. That like the. uh to see stuff that I used to watch and like two forty uh, pixel, yeah. when it's now like in full Blu-ray HD quality, um, and to see it all stitched together so well, to see him grow up as a narrator, as an animator, he made some of the music as well. So and the music gets it's just music's fantastic. I've listened to that soundtrack for ages. It's just amazing. But I do, I do worry. It's called Umbilical World, and I do worry that it's only amazing, as amazing to me because I'm so. Well versed in Best that. In it. Yeah, did exactly. You, where did you watch it? Found it on DVD. Um, it's on Amazon, £10. And I thought, you know what, David Fish, one of those animators who he's he, he gets snubbed by YouTube, like he doesn't make any ad money, or he, he tends to always get his uh, stuff uh, like demonetized or whatever. He gets snubbed by everywhere. He's got a Patreon, he makes some money on that, but I always feel like this guy's a really talented guy, and I'm just going to. And I've I've been enjoying his stuff for so long. I owe him at least ten pounds. Like, yeah, I can give him ten pounds. You owe me ten pounds, Luke Conrad. Yeah. All right, take it. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's uh, uh, I mean, I'll I'll lend it to you. I'll bring it around when I when I do see you. But it's uh, it's great. It's super freaky, and super good. And <laughs> also, I watched the first two episodes of Chernobyl. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, oh, very nice. Have you heard much about it? Have you seen it? I've heard a lot about it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, obviously, people, you know, the reviews have been good. People saying, oh, it's the best thing since Sliced. whatever Radioactive breath. Yeah. TV show they enjoy. Um, but yeah, I've not given it a chance yet because uh, it's on HBO, is that right? Uh, yeah, I think it's on Sky as well, though, if you can watch it. But um, yeah. 
It is like a horror. It's like a full on horror. Like it's scary. It's made me really scared of radioactive materials. Like I was always kind of like I always knew <laughs> it was bad. Scared of them before. Well, I always knew it was bad, but like it's just like you don't see it. It's not like fire. It's not like you see fire and go <laughs> like you know that's bad. But like this radioactive stuff, like when stuff becomes irradi- like irradiated, you can't see it, and you can just be holding something, and like it could be just burrowing through your flesh without like before you. And by that point, by the time you realize, it's too late. You're fucking dead. Like, there's nothing you can this do. Is weird. I'm dead. Yeah. On top of that, there's a whole this whole thing within Chernobyl where it's they're trying to conceal how bad it is, and the way to conceal how bad it actually is is by making out that nothing's wrong. So they're just letting the town go on as normal, living like. Is it like? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Is it like a entirely fictionalized version of? what obviously happened. I'd say probably but, drama. I don't know too much, but I think it's dramatized because I think it's all real people. Okay. Uh, well, I, I guess there's like extra characters thrown and stuff. It's quite cool because it's all, they've all got like UK accents. It's like, it's as if it takes place in like EastEnders or something, <laughs> but they've all got super Russian names and they're all wearing like those sort of shell suits that you imagine uh, people at that time to wear. Uh, but it's, um, I mean, it's so good, and it's like a. But I tell you, it to me it puts it, it shows off like that that Russian mentality in a good light, because there's a whole thing where you could feel like it's anti-communist the way they're sort of trying to. Uh, show that everything's in control because because it's for the greater good of the community of the state, for a few people to die or, or whatever, but. It's, it really goes to show you how much a lot of them are willing to just sacrifice themselves to save future generations. And it's almost like a, that's a national pride for them to be able to stand up and, and do that. It it shows them in a really good light, I think. Um, but yeah, mate, it's, I've only seen two episodes, but it's great. Really good. Okay. It's definitely someone I want to check out at some point. So. Yeah. And then we watched Boar. Boar. We watched Boar. Or was it a snore? Or was it a rip roar in good time? Rip rip, roar in good time. Yeah, it's uh, this was a film. This was a film. This one came a bit out of left field because I think I saw that it was suddenly a Shudder exclusive, even though it had been out for a couple of years, I believe. Um, and you know, sometimes when you kind of just you you kind of like you want a creature feature of some sort. Yeah. Like sometimes you just want you want to scratch that itch, and I get that itch quite a lot. And uh, I've been pretty <laughs> excited for, for yeah, I've been excited for Cruel. You know the the oh, alligator. Yeah. Alli- I could say Alexander Aha, uh-huh. Alligator Aja, Alligator Aja, yeah. Um, and I've been kind of thinking, oh, I want to watch that. I can't wait for that to come out. When's that coming out? Oh, not yet. Oh, but yeah, I want to watch it. And <laughs> you know, so I kind of fancied something like that. And I thought, boy, yeah. maybe that has scratched the itch for now. Yeah. Okay. And it scratched the summer. Okay. Let's see if that's a good scratch or a bad scratch. Um, it was on Shudder. I'd not heard anything about it until you said, um, this is the this is what you normally do. In the harsh yet beautiful Australian outback lives a beast, an animal of staggering size with a ruthless driving need for blood and destruction. It cares for none, defends its territory with brutal force and kills with a raw animalistic savagery unlike any he's seen before. Directed by Chris Sun, written by Kirsty Dallas, Corbin Dallas and Chris Sun. Um, stars Nathan Jones, Bill Mosley and John Jarrett amongst other like fairly, fairly unknown. Yeah. Australian people who can't be actors. No, I don't think they're actors. I think uh, I mean, maybe they're I don't know. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, I, I can't. I got the impression that this is kind of like neighbors, but like after hours. Yep. Definitely, I definitely got that impression. Um. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a film. I can't say much really happens. You kind of get what you expect from a film like a creature feature, I guess. But what this kind of lacks is any interesting or good characters. Yeah. 
there's not a standout character who's like the lead, like the person who there's always someone who, you know, stands up against the beast and wants to kill it for whatever reason or revenge or a hunter or something like that. And they kind of introduce people quite regularly that you think might be that character, but yeah. they never really become that character. And, you know, people characters are infuriating for various reasons. But the main reason I find they're infuriating is just because they're a bit boring. And oh, <laughs> anyone, sorry, anyone, you. You're so boring. You're so yeah. boring. And anyone who seems sort of remotely interesting for a second is dead before, you know, you can... You yeah. Can or off. Well, I thought John Jarrett was going to be the, the main guy. He's Mick from Wolf Creek. Yeah, of course. As soon as I saw him, it was like, he's the main guy, obviously. He's got a really recognisable face. He's really charismatic. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell he's sort of doing his best with this script. Like, So, do you know much about him or not? About John Jarrett. He's, uh, isn't he like a like a their version of a Philip Schofield? Sort of guy, or yeah. So, so an Australian friend of mine told me he he presents a TV show called like Better Homes and Gardens. Yeah, and then he's and then he's on in Wolf Creek. He's and really then, scary in Wolf Creek. Yeah, and then he's in this. Yeah. So I mean, so that, so I mean, like the the fit the practical effects of the boar are like all right. Yeah, Sometimes I don't know. Good. Some yeah. it, some angles it looks good. From some angles it looks bad. Unfortunately, when CGI is used, it doesn't look good, especially in like the broad de- in broad daylight. Yeah, there are some bits we get in broad daylight which are you know kind of kind of hokey. I don't, actually, so this is the word. The budget can't have been massive for this film. It no. feels a bit like a homegrown smaller project, um, and I feel like whenever it tries to do what it thinks a horror movie like this should do, like it tries to hit a certain beat, so it tries to be scary or something, I feel like they're missing a trick. Whenever it's like just Australian, non-PC, Australian people in a bar chatting shit, I was like, they should just do more of this, and they should go less for the like the Jaws on the Outback idea, and go more for Tremors. They should, be, they should have gone for yeah. the town being at siege by a boar. And having yeah. these crazy Australian characters drinking, trying to yeah. It... Um, how how is this boar like grown to this size in the Australian outback and not and no one's come across it before? Now that, that guy, that people. guy Nathan Jones, the Bernie guy, he's massive as well. I think there must be something in the water. Yeah, something in the water. I mean, talking to Nathan Jones, I've seen him in a couple of things as like henchman one or henchman two. He's in Mad Max Fury Road as well, I think as a yeah. He's quite a big character, now, isn't he? He's a like one of the sons. Yeah, but he, he is like agonizingly bad in this film. I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't know who, I don't know what he's, I don't know what kind of person he's supposed to be. Initially, I thought he was supposed to be like a, a big softy, like a big bloke with a, who's, who's just a soft up. Then I thought maybe he was supposed to be like a bit special. A what's, bit, a, what's the, uh, the, the book with the big dumb guy who's too strong for his own good and he kills things by accident? Of mice and men, yeah. I thought he was supposed to be that guy. Yeah, and then it's like, oh no, he's just like a. And then he, ah, oh, I was so, I was so confused. Every time he's on screen, I was like yeah. confused by, you know, he's just got something. There's something in his eye where, like, he's almost like he knows the camera's on him. He's almost like goes, "I'm gonna do a bit of acting now. This is acting. There's I, a camera there on me." Again, again, the pressure. He's just not that comfortable. Or, or, I mean, you never know. I mean. It could have been one of those weird things on on the set where they were like, it wasn't well run. It was a bit like you know, slapdash put together, and they're saying to tell the guy who's not that experienced acting anyway. He's probably a, he's a powerlifter or or, or so, I don't know. And they were like, right, act now. You've got to act, be emotional. And he obviously yeah. just doesn't have. He's not able that, to do that. There's a bit where he's like he's rapping, and I oh that was kind of I mean, tell that he's been he's forcing that and. That lasted at least a hundred times longer than it needed to. So he's doing like a vanilla ice bit, right? And he kind of does a whole verse and a chorus, and then starts another verse again. And I was a bit like, "Why is this?" Well, I don't understand what that was supposed to do to this character. Is it supposed to make yeah. him funny, interesting? It kind of just made me a bit annoyed by him, and I was kind of annoyed by almost everybody. And again, the only, the, as I said, the only interesting character is what's the guy from Wolf Creek's name? John Jarrett. Yeah. He was the only interesting character, and you know he could have been a constant throughout the film, where he was yeah. having a bit of a back and forth with 
the boar because he kind of saved someone at one point and then his friend dies and yeah so you kind of think he could be the constant but then he just dies so it's like well what I mean, what's the point? And it goes from day to night, literally, but snap of the finger. Yeah. Like, at one point, it's like the middle of the day, then it's picked as middle of the night. Yeah. And there's uh, um, the other one who could have been the main character. I thought maybe they're going to go for a, um, uh, you know, in Hills of Eyes, where the weakling, the guy who everyone thinks can't look after himself, and yeah. standing up for himself and, and like do the, uh, the American stepdad. One who everyone calls a knob. Everyone like kind of <laughs> treats as if he's like, like just like another. It doesn't it doesn't belong in the Australian outback. He belongs in like suburban America. I thought maybe he, Bill Mosley, this guy. Uh, yeah. I recognize him something. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But I thought he was going to turn out to be the, the alpha sort of thing but it's, it's almost like you get any tone there's a moment where you think this is the moment for this character to a stand up stand up to this thing or do something to prove themselves they just get mauled and die yeah <laughs> there's literally nothing that that no one's got a character arc nobody's got an yeah. interest an interesting like hero moment there's pretty much nothing even the yeah. people who you know survive I mean, are we supposed to care about these people? Like, I was kind of annoyed by one of them, at least. Yeah, the the, only, the person who I guess is the hero is like not there for the entire duration of the of the events, and then they suddenly turn up the last moment to save the day. Yeah, so I mean, the film kind of starts with like the the the, the it's in creature features, the establishing moment where you don't really see the creature, and you know someone gets yanked off into the darkness or yeah. wanked off in the darkness. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it, we get this probably about, yeah. we get this how many times we get this three times. So there's like a guy with a dog and sort of gets mauled yeah. by after getting caught in a fence. Then there's like some guys camping. But it's not it's not it's never very creative um, I don't want to like rail against film, but the death scenes, there's nothing ever creative about the death scenes. Like there's there's one I guess a little bit later on with with some like go on the camping girls, um, but most of the time it's just like they're there and then it cuts away and they're like you don't even get the supernatural blood spatter that's it they probably they just they're just dead and you don't hear anything they just they're just gone, um, but there was a girl there's some campers, um, and <laughs> do you know what I mean she gets like a tusk through the back of the head, yeah 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 that that was like. Yeah, I didn't really understand who that character was. Again, they again they kind of like introduce people, you know, give them yeah. like here's a bit of banter they're having with somebody, and then and then they're dead, then they're mauled. Yeah. So it was hard to keep track because there were probably too many characters um, to start with. Because you kind of get like, like a pub with like it just looks like it doesn't look like a pub. It looks like the inside of a bloody youth center or something. Yeah, like why are people probably. drinking like at that time like i guess maybe it's australia i don't know it's like in the middle of the day uh and it's like a 
corner shop or something with like a bit yeah. of a calf on it. And there's there's like um, a a woman who runs the pub, the landlady, and she gets like assaulted at one point. Yeah. <laughs> she gets like sexually assaulted by some guy who's just like, yeah, you slag or something. Does he spank a butt or something? He does some, he does some, some butt spanking. Yeah, sometimes it films like this, this film's trying to be a bit of a comedy. Trying to be a comedy, but it never quite. No. Uh, but I feel like it could have leaned into that. The bits where there's one guy talking about. There's there's one of the guys, he's talking about how he's seen a boar at night time. No one believes him because he keeps saying he's drunk. And he's just like an old guy. He, I think he's calling yeah. the others puffers. Like, it's like really just sort of. <laughs> I don't know, he's really sort of like, not, doesn't give a shit about BPC, and he's just going crazy. It, it, I think he's like dancing around as if he's naked at one point. It's pretty strange. But that kind of stuff, I kind of felt like this. You just lean into that, get natural with that stuff. Let it, let them get drunk and talk about shit, and then have them start to get picked off by the boar at night. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have made more sense. But um, yeah, it was, a, it, it was definitely a strange film. I know it seems like we haven't got much to say about it, but we couldn't actually find a plot summary, could we? And it was one of those where it's difficult to kind of remember what the plot summary is because it is kind of just like a series of little murder vignettes. Yeah. Well, little animal attack vignettes strung together by... There's not really a plot. You wouldn't say there's a story. It's just people in various scenarios being mauled and killed by this boar, and then we move on to the next one. It kind of goes like that. And that's, yeah, kind of... well, that's for the first hour of the film. That's pretty much what it is. Um, and the longest portion of that is John Jarrett and his mate go camping, get drunk. Mm-hmm. John Jarrett even mentions like his wife's been dead for fifteen years, and it seems like there's going to be emotional, an emotional mm-hmm. through line there. But nope, like that doesn't matter. Like <laughs> they uh, forget about that, and they they go find <laughs> some kids who've been mauled. And they've been like eaten by baby pigs, like just been munched away. Yeah, nothing ever happens to the baby pig. That's at this point, um, and they they get loaded away. One of them just gets the boar runs at them, and then they disappear. Like everything get carried away, um, and then John Jarrett fights for a little bit, uh, but then He's nothing like happens. Guns, John Jarrett. Yeah, we get the POV of the boar as well, which is uh, yeah. You know, sometimes it seems to just stand completely still and just watch. Yeah. I remember this bit. So John Jarrett is trying to convince his mate to go for a walk, and the guy's like, "I don't want to walk, mate." And he goes, "Come on, <laughs> come on, poxy balls!" Like he calls him poxy balls. I was like, "That's so nice. I've never heard that before." <laughs> come on, poxy balls! What are you talking about, mate? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It uh, was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, and then there's obviously a family who were introduced. You know, there's like a. A dad and a, a dad and a mum, a son, a daughter. Well, I think it's a stepdad and a mum, a, a daughter, and then she's got like a sleaze bag boyfriend who's and, like a like grotesque character. Like, yeah, nothing likable about this guy, and he doesn't really get a proper comeuppance. Like, he does some arty things later on, and it's like that should have been. I don't know. <laughs> there could there was there was a lot of potential I guess with various characters in this and you know it would have been a bit cliche but you know yeah. we need to see certain things like characters like get a comeuppance a hero character you know we needed yeah. these so they go to visit Nathan Jones Bernie it was like a yeah. big huge guy living in an Australian outback you know hard as what? nails like why who is he is he related to them yeah he's the mother's brother he's the uncle uncle Bernie. It just don't make sense, does it? It's like it's like going, we're gonna visit our uncle, this massive like eight foot bloke, and he's just yeah. like, oh, I'm Uncle Bernie. Is he even Australian, Nathan James? I don't know. He's got uh, not just like a giant. He's not like just muscly or just tall. Like his whole, it's like he's a different breed of human. <laughs> like yeah. his whole, his teeth are bigger <laughs> than normal teeth. Like each individual tooth is about five times the size of a normal tooth. His mouth is huge. Where would you start if you had to fight him? Like, where would you start? You'd just be like, oh, get away, you big bully. You'd, you'd have to go for the nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, think you'd be no hesitation. I hate to agree with you, but yeah, you'd have to go for the nutsack. That's the, 
Yeah. There's a logical place. But he's a very strange character. I don't really understand, like, if he's supposed to be, as I said, like a cuddly, you know, is he is he Which, supposed to be the hero character? Because he kind of just yells a lot but and think, screams and cries. And I think they were like, this guy has been in Mad Max. He's our hero character. But no, they're like, we've got John Jarrett. He's been, he's, he's been in Wolf Creek. He's our hero character. And then they got bored of him and went, we've got Nathan Jones. He's yeah, been yeah. in Mad Max. Like he's our hero. They yeah. make a film, and then they go. Nathan Jones is available, and they've gone. Hang on a minute, we better kill off this guy now. Yeah, now we better have. It was just they changed the mind. Just... It is a bit so. Um, okay, so near the end, like halfway through the film, they're all out. The family, Nathan Jones, and everyone—they're all chilling in these waters. Nathan Jones goes to check out. Nathan Jones is like wrestling the younger one in the yeah. hall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he even chokes slams him. And then he's, yeah. uh, he goes in his car, he starts singing Vanilla Rice in the car, and he gets knocked off the road by the by the boar. And he looks pissed off. It's like, okay, so he's going to hunt down the boar. That's what he's going to do. Um, I think he disappears for a little bit, actually. And then... He seems to disappear whenever he's actually needed. Yeah. So like, whenever people are like getting killed or dragged off or anything, Nathan Jones ain't there. But then he'll turn up halfway through and go, everyone's got to run! Yeah. At one point, he picks up who is his like niece? He picks her up and carries her like literally about three feet, and then puts her down again. Come on, go! He ca- carries her like three feet, and then puts her down, and goes, "You Very can heavy. run yourself." Man. Surprisingly heavy, yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Oh bloody hell!" I'm blowing <laughs> but uh, what? How did you feel about the boar being in daylight? Because I think as soon as we saw the boar in daylight, it kind of felt a bit like that's shit. Well, so yeah, so I think the first time we see it. Is when Bill Mosley's character, the step, the American stepdad, sort he, of sees it behind the fallen tree, isn't it? Yeah, and the asshole boyfriend pushes him over uh, to use him as bait or something to get away, uh, and then he shouts, "Coward!" <laughs> yeah, and then the ball just like rips his head off, like a ragdoll. Yeah, like a ragdoll. But initially, Bill Mosley was looking at it, going, "What's this here then? Oh, hello, right? He's yeah. interested in the ball." like a a stray cat come on then come on then you want a little little nugget do you want a a big nugget (laughs) and it mauls fuck out of him like what is this boar again (laughs) I'm talking about end goals again Luke what's the what's the boar's end goal because it seems to just like go around mauling people ripping their skin it's not it's like a slasher it's like a uh, it's like Jason Voorhees because it's not hungry because it doesn't eat anyone it bites bits off and then that's about it I mean Let's talk about the animatronic. Is I mean, this guess is kind of convincing. Like when we see the close-ups of the tusks and you know, yeah. gore hanging off of them, and you know, there's all matted, diseased fur. Looks kind of interesting. Like the the, the real close-ups kind of look pretty good. I think as soon as you kind of start panning out, zooming out a little bit, you start to see yeah. kind of the, like the, the motion as well. Like it, it's almost like two blocks of wood, are sort of uh, just pushing up and down. That's what boars are like, mate. They're just they're like. Well, I thought that. maybe that's right. Yeah, I did think that. Maybe, maybe that's right. Um, uh, okay, so Bill Moser gets his head ripped off, and then the the another boyfriend dies instantly. Like he gets taken away, dragged away. He and gets dragged away. The CGI thing kind of like just runs and snatches him, and then the good we're good son. Oh, then it's night time by this point. <laughs> and then it goes to night time. Yeah, and then then the sun gets dragged off. But Nathan Jones was there. Oh, I thought you meant like the sun in the sky. The sun gets dragged off the sky, and then it's night. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Nathan Jones is there with a gun, but for some reason he doesn't help, or he's just not there at this particular time. Well, the, he gives the gun to the sun. The sun gets dragged away. Oh, see, look, like even stuff like like there's just pointless actions where you're like, it's it's almost like it serves to make the boar killings easier. Yeah. Like, it's not plot points. It's just going right, um, right. This has got to happen. Oh yeah, but the man will yeah. have the gun. Nah, just give it to the sun, and then the sun will get dragged. It literally just it feels really lazy in terms of just going. But the sun just turns up again at the end as well. Like he's fine. Yeah, he's but, like, I'm fine. I got dragged off, and then that was it. There's a big fight scene between Nathan Jones and the boar, and he just sort of punched it in the head. Um, he, yeah, he got a knife initially, and he's knifing it. Yeah, it's very weird because he like they're in a shack. And the boar attacks, and then Nathan Jones is like, right, I'm going to go one-on-one with it now. And he goes, right, now you guys run away. It's like, 
he's putting them in more danger, surely. Yeah, just stay going. inside the shack. You can't get stay in. Stay in shark. Stay, stay in shark. the shack, guys. Yeah. And then it's a proper like stupid like you know Nathan Jones pretty much stands up to the ball and has a fist fight with it. Uh, then it like sort of gores him and he's got a big hole in him. Yeah. Keeps going because you know he's superhuman, Bernie. Yeah. But then it makes, it makes out that he's dead. Like it doesn't. It, the ball. <laughs> So he's on the floor, and the boar doesn't like just like gnash him up from the back. It like plants its paw, its hoof, on its mm. on his back, and it, as if it's like got a if it's doing it on purpose, it's like pinning him down, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's breaking his back. You hear a couple of pops, and then that's it. He he you think he's dead. Um. So then the boar's chasing the mum and this daughter, uh, and as they're about to get, I don't think there's much of a fight here. As they're about to get killed. No, so they so they kind of like they make some fiery torches, don't they? To yeah. kind of like board the the boar away. So they're like, oh, we made some fiery torches, so this will hide it. And then basically, what we get after that is a character that a had you know a handful of appearances in the film, but for no reason did we think that she was going to be involved in this at all, or why she would be out there. Or we haven't seen her going out there before. She's, they've just literally gone, who can we get save the day? Remember this character? No. Well, normally, <laughs> well, she's turned up to the set, so uh, let's put her in. <laughs> it's the pub landlady drives the car at the board, and like, oh, it's just, yeah, I was just a bit like, what then, the, but then it, 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 it uh, Bernie and the son turn up. Hey, we've been fine this whole time, it just we were just watching the whole thing from it would have there. made more sense for it to have been Bernie then, or the, or the son, yeah, exactly, yeah. But, um, I think maybe they were trying to go for like the women end up saving the day but they don't really because they get someone who wasn't involved in the internet but but then it, it finishes on like it's a forced plot point where it's like horror movies don't just end up do they they have a reveal where there's more there's a second boar or there's more boars yeah more. They like, sh- so mum, the mum like shotguns the shit out of it yeah it was annoying me because it was shotgun it it was like shotgun let, let's wait to see if it's alive for about 10 minutes yeah Shotgun it again and then go. Yeah. Be a bit more definitive with the shotgun blast. You're in a horror film. Yeah. Yeah. Be more constructive with your shotgun Shotgun blast. And we get the worst possible reveal ever, which is the car is driving away. The car is still in the same shot, and we see the board, kind of its head just. It's almost like they pass by the (laughs) board. They they drive by the second one and go, oh, it's a different board. They don't even notice it. Is it a different board? Yeah. Oh, I think board. maybe it's not. I, I thought it was. I I thought maybe it's just the same board was still alive. It's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So I mean that that's pretty much the film. I think we've done as well as we can. So they're in the, pretty much going from memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I kind of like. I thought it was quite a unique. You know, I don't. I, there's not a, a, a sort of creature feature like that. They exist, is there? Like a pig or a boar or anything? Well, I tried, to, I tried to find some, uh, and it was difficult to find. I think there is something, but it's an older film, I think. Uh, boar. Imagine that. A man, a man boar. Born ultimatum. <laughs> the born, the born supremacy. The born supremacy. That would be good. Yeah, the boar identity. Um, I've got some trivia, but it's a little bit different. Right, you've yeah. got, in fact, let's get a timer. You've got 30 seconds, right? You've got 30 seconds. I'm going to say quotes from pig-based films. And you need okay. to say what the film is. And you've yeah. got 30 seconds. Uh, this sounds like a great game already. Okay. Right, tell me when you're ready. Ready. Okay. Uh, you need at least 16 pigs to finish the job in one sitting, so be wary of any man who keeps a pig farm. They will go through a body that weighs 200 pounds in about 8 minutes. That means that a single pig can consume 2 pounds of uncooked flesh every minute. Hence the I've expression... Go, go. Hannibal? Uh, no, as greedy as a pig. I thought you were going to get this. Oh, layer cake. Come back to it. Number 2. He's oh. not spider pig anymore. He's Harry Plopper. Uh, into the Spider-Verse? Oh my dear. No, no we'll skip that one for now. That's it, 30 seconds. Oh, no, Simpsons movie, Simpsons movie. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Um, Simpsons movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, number three, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Uh, babe. Yeah, number four. You got your pig snacks. What more do you want? You got your what? 
You got your pig snacks. What more do you want? Oh, Jesus. Got your pigs. Oh, no, skip. Okay. Go. Last Pass. one. This one's the difficult one. The creatures outside look from pig to man, from, from man to pig, and from pig to man again, but already it was impossible to say which was which. I'll just give you a hint. That's George Orwell. Uh, War of the Worlds. Is <laughs> that George Orwell? No, no it's actually Ross. <laughs> Let's go back to the first one. <laughs> so before you get this one, you need at least 16 pigs to finish the job. In one... I'll try and do it in the accent. <clears throat> you is, need at least is... 16 pigs to finish the job in one city. I can't do the accent. So be is wary it... of any man who keeps a pig pot. Go on. Is it like a British crime film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lockstock? They will go through close. Snatch. Snatch. Yeah, Number yeah, yeah. Two. that's why I said layer cake. Number two. He's not He's not Spider Pig anymore. He's Harry Plopper. You got that one. The movie. movie. Number three was, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Babe. Yeah. Number four was, you got your pig snacks? What more do you want? Oh, I know. I know what it is. Children of the Dead. Yeah. And the last one... That's... Uh, the creatures outside looked from pig to man and from man to pig and from pig to man again but already it was impossible to say which was which and it's George Orwell it's not War of the Worlds it's George Orwell it's the one with the pigs in it the pigs are the biggest clue you maybe didn't maybe didn't listen to school I don't know I don't know tell me no no I know Animal Farm yeah you can find out five but you did it in about 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) That 30 seconds, though. That was not 30 seconds, was it? I thought 30 seconds. Yeah, but to be fair, you made me answer certain questions I'd already answered, so I was like, get on with it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the 30 seconds seems quick to me. That was like three seconds, wasn't it? I'm sure I like, asked you like half a question and the, and the bleeper went off. <laughs> yeah, it did feel like that, didn't it? I didn't hear the bleeper, but... Oh, right, I was getting in my headphones. Off. Okay, oh. Uh... <laughs> The well done. Went up, it was in my mind. <laughs> it's always good enough. So we need to rate the film, the pig film in question. Uh, uh, what's the uh, what's the? I hate to, I hate <laughs> to be. I feel like I've been negative Nancy already. Slate and Dark Phoenix. Yeah. The lowest rating. You, you <laughs> slated off your holiday, saying it was uh, too warm, not warm enough. I think it was. Slated <laughs> off my holiday. My bloody laptop's broken. I've got to do this on my phone. <laughs> Dark Phoenix was shit. This was shit. What's the point, eh? <laughs> um, I, can't, I mean, I can't give this. This film has got a redeeming quality, which is, you know, the pig, the pig animatronic is like kind of interesting occasionally. Yeah. But I mean, it's got no plot. It's got no interesting characters. The kills are lame. The it's not scary. It's not funny. It's not interesting. I'm just being. <laughs> I am being a negative character. I I give it a. Oh, what's it? Are we give Fs to stuff before? Really? Oof. No, no, we'll give an F. All right, I'll give it a, a, a D minus. So don't let me sway you if you're going to go for a, a F. E E plus. Wow. Okay. So I was, I was, I was far more lenient. I was going to give it a D plus. A D plus. Because right, I mean, like, I can tell it's not got, it's not got a massive. You can tell it's. I mean, it's difficult to give it that excuse that it's not got a big budget because. Look what uh, Peter Jackson did with um, Dead Alive. Everyone, right? This this frustrates me because when people say like it's not got a big budget, like that's no excuse for just completely eradicating plot and characters, which make yeah. films interesting. Like it's probably sound like a sound like a twat, but but <laughs> well, I mean, there's no excuse to do that. I think that's the that's the easiest thing to get right. Well, yeah. not the easiest thing to get right, but the easiest thing to at least include. <laughs> I think when when you completely wow. shots you completely, fired. Shots fired. When you completely eradicate those elements, I feel like you, there's no way for your film to go. You can't. Yeah. There, there's the only way is down. They should have done the the film from entirely from the pig's perspective. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Got your pig snacks. Out of it. That would have been all, <laughs> it, all it wanted. It was like it wanted. It'd seen Babe on the TV, and that's all it wanted was a friend. And uh, yeah. but do you know what? Go on. <laughs> One of the reasons I'm most frustrated is because I suggested this film, and you I get frustrated with myself yeah. when I go, "Let's do this film," because I've, you know, I've just seen a bloody ten second advert on Shudder, yeah, and I suggest it because not only have I put myself through it to watch it, I've put you through it as well, so I feel a bit bad. And the audience, because they they might have tried to keep <laughs> up with the film. Yeah, that we're watching. It's like a six degrees of separation, where you're like yeah. just just literally handing off this film to loads of people, yeah, and then you know, oh, I'm worried. But yeah, if people listen to the review before they watch it, they're probably not. 
or you know yeah there well, we go i'll cheer go. up next week yeah he's, he's he's back in back home from holiday you're never in a good mood when you get back home from holiday are you i'm fuming mate if i'm <laughs> honest back to work back to getting up early in the morning i know i did enjoy the uh the pig quiz though that was that was definitely a highlight because as soon as you said pig face things i was like right when can i say babe when can i say <laughs> babe pig in the city <laughs> I was trying to find something for Babe Pink in the City, but I've never seen it. Probably slumped. There you go. Okay. Uh, so, well, that, that's us for today. I think we're going to do Brightburn next week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Brightburn's out this week. So, we're going to watch that and review that for next week. Um, kind of cool. I saw, I've seen a couple of trailers. First trailer I went to, sold on. Second trailer looked a bit better. So, hopefully, it's, you know, hopefully, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Quite an interesting concept. I know we've kind of had it a bit with what Chronicle a little bit. Uh, yeah, really, you know, that wasn't straight up horror, but you know that was a bit more. Did you see this about Max Landis coming out recently? Yeah, he's been being a bit of a. I've kind of, I've kind of there's always been stuff about that, wasn't there? Like for especially for the last few uh, few years, so. yeah. I've always kind of thought, oh, yeah, he's a bit of a wrong, isn't he? Yeah, something not quite right there. Uh, but we'll leave on yeah. that. <laughs> Max, oh, we'll leave, we'll Max leave on, we'll leave on Max you, yeah. on. Give, it, give it a Google. Yeah, yeah. So this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Become a Patreon. You can become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kerbach Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for those in the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a rating review on iTunes and remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to the co-host Ben for being a right or a dude. Thanks, mate. What are you looking at? The clock? I was looking at the clock, mate. I was like, wrap it up, Luke. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna go there, I guess. Yeah. All right. That would be big. That would be big. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.